Oh, there's a song called Madonna. Oh, Star 67. <laughs> like, that's that's my new character. New character idea. Guy who gets excited about the track name <laughs> of every song. <laughs> oh, Know Yourself? Oh, fuck. You know, um, you know that's going to be good. Well, hello everybody out there in music video land, and welcome to another episode of This Week in Music Videos, uh, music video podcast, brought to you by IMVDB, the Internet Music Video Database. It's a podcast where we're talking about music videos, stuff related to music videos within a certain distance. Uh, my name is Adam of IMVDB fame, famous, internet famous, and uh, with me as usual from uh, Brooklyn, which I believe is Spanish for uh, the brook is uh, Doug Klinger. How you doing, Doug? Doing super good, Adam. I didn't. Put, I didn't put my cat away tonight. I think you did put your. Didn't you put your? No. Cat away? Well, I went to do it, and then he was just hanging out. He didn't. He wasn't causing any problems. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So I decided. But but do pay attention. If you hear him, I, I will go put him away. Um. So listen <laughs> for that. Um. And then Tune somebody in. who is I actually I'm not sure if they own a cat or not. Uh. But I'm betting no is uh fringe music fix. Adam Alexander, how you doing, Adam? I'm doing good. I'm just uh, jotting down some uh, some tips for Kanye here. Some lifestyle tips. Yeah, lifestyle tips. Adam likes to give tips to Kanye. Do you have a cat? I don't have a cat uh-huh. uh, right now, but I but I do like cats. I, I will have cats in the future. It's weird that you decided to add an answer to a question you weren't asked into that. But cool. No, no, that's I get. I get what you mean there. You're you're a, a cat person or not? Those are that. I am a cat person. Yes, right, exactly. Right. That's what I was trying to say in more words than were necessary. Right. Exactly. So Adam was referring to something that maybe we should talk about a little bit because uh, it re- uh, relates to last week's topic. Last week we had Jason uh, Baum on the show to talk about his video that he produced for We Exist by Arcade Fire, which was nominated for a Grammy. We and should. I guess we should mention that the Happy by Pharrell, directed by We Are From L.A., is was the winner. Won the Grammy for Best uh, Music Video. Um, and I guess the surprise of the Grammys was Beck's Morning Phase winning Album of the Year over Beyonce and Pharrell. Um, Pharrell, who he got a Grammy for, for Video of the Year, so that's pretty sweet. Um, but a lot of people were very surprised by that. Um, I... Grammys album of the year has always been a kind of a weird category. They so, do they do literally this every time. They do. Remember, remember when, when, Steely remember when, Dan Bonnie, won? when Bonnie Bear won and everyone was just shitting oh, themselves. Yeah, they do this a lot. Um, even Arcade things, Fire. But when Arcade Fire won, that was like they had hit their peak and they, that wasn't such an amazing album. Beck, I mean, Beck has been around. I, I mean, I got it. I got into Beck late and I was a Beck fan since like 97. Right. Um, so Beck has been around a long time for such a young looking dude. And morning phase. Shabby. Or shit. Shabby? Shabby chic. Is that how, what you say? Shabby chic. <laughs> um, shabby chic. And the, the, you know, the thing was that Kanye West kind of like hovered around him uh, kind of hearkening when he went up on stage and, and Beck tried to invite him up on stage kind of funnily Beck is a super chill dude even though he's a Scientologist and yeah. uh, Kanye which automatically makes you like lose some chill points yeah I always remember that I mean I think he used to date Giovanni Ribisi's sister or something I mean he's he's 
it's always been like a very Scientology oriented family, as I understand it. And the uh, what that everybody was reminded of, of course, was uh, at the 2009 MTV Video Music Awards when Kanye came up and and not just hovered around the stage. He got up on the stage uninvited, but took the mic away from Taylor Swift and uh, told everyone that uh, here's a pop quiz: What music video did Taylor Swift win for? And what music video was Kanye West saying that Beyonce should have won for? And I'm um, going to go to you first, Doug. Uh, Beyonce was Single Ladies. Correct, yes. And Taylor Swift was... Uh, I'm, I'm gonna... Adam, do you know? No, I, I don't. 22 uh, or something? Episode? No, uh, way before. It was uh, Love yeah, Story. Yeah. I'm not very. Yeah, that's funny. Isn't that really interesting though? That like the winning video uh, we couldn't remember, <laughs> and the one that, and I mean, fucking the Beyonce video is better. Yeah, yeah. The Beyonce video is way better. I don't know if, and the Beyonce album is probably better. If we're talking about things that Kanye West is defending Beyonce for, uh, he was probably right in both cases. Uh, well, you know what? I think I'm. I think I'm wrong. I think it wasn't. It was. It was. God, all these Taylor Swift songs sound the same to me. I think it was. <laughs> no, it was "You Belong to Me." I, I'm sorry. It's fine. It, it was fine. definitely "You Belong to Me." It's okay. Directed by Roman White. Um, Fucking asshole, Adam. I get those two videos mixed up all the time. It's the one where she's like supposed to be playing a nerd and she like writes on signs. Right. Anyway, we have some Taylor Swift things to talk about, but uh, anyway, it, it's just gotcha. yeah. I mean, what do you guys think of Happy winning? I mean, one question I had when Happy won is obviously Happy had two incarnations. They had yeah. the classic music video, which is playable on YouTube and is the duration of the song, and then they also had twenty four hours of Happy dot com, which is you know a pretty innovative quote-unquote music video where you can go to any 20 you know period in 24 hours and see people dancing to the song yeah which is um i think it's probably that one right i mean actually i have, I have no fucking clue um but the thing is is that the i i when that one i went and rewatched happy and it's the cut the cut version the cut version and it's it's really good it's it's a it's a really amazingly edited and and assembled video for the amount of footage they had um and we were from la or like our fantastic fantastic director. yeah i mean this is not a, a in any sense of the word like a disappointment in the category every single music video was was outstanding in that category but it's this interesting, was the yeah. most approachable one though um, I mean, in terms of the track, yeah, and I think of the video, but it's also one of those ones. I think part of it had to be that the the innovative aspect of of the music video format. I think. You, I, I I agree. I think that that the fact that there was a twenty four hour version and that they did that. I mean, that wasn't it wasn't like nobody saw that. That got several million views, over ten million views, just in like the first you know couple of months on that. So. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that it's they could have ignored ignored that existing. Yeah, um, and, I mean, I don't yeah. know that the music video category kind of isn't really one that's pushed forward. It's still not televised, but like I just feel like they'll never do this. But maybe there's another category for most innovative music video because as a standalone video, some of the others were better. Well. 
and I, I still wonder if, like, also what part of this is the the track. You know, I still think that the that the song has a lot to do with it too. And Happy was a massive a massive song. Like, it's still going to be sure. partially like the VMAs. The Grammys is still like the music element is still going to be be a part of it. So, uh, you know, to, I mean, of course, I think this was not the video I was pulling for personally but you know it, it it's really tough to kind of argue with any of the nominees and you know this this seemed like the kind of the more obvious choice this or, or chandelier uh obviously since chandelier um was performed with maddie ziegler and kristen wig at the grammys um so clearly that they are they think fondly of that video enough to have them essentially recreate major portions of it so uh that that was another favorite i thought but the the happy happy winning is no surprise and if you sit down and just uh, you know put on happy the cut version and watch that it's so good i mean just the cuts and the what they choose to to leave in uh, i thought it was really amazing um i know and, i know you guys are oh sorry i didn't mean to uh, i was also gonna say that uh the happy is a good song with a nice beat it's a great beat. A great beat. I'm, I'm like just it. kidding. That's a, that wasn't what I was going to say. But... <laughs> um, one thing I want to say, and I know that Adam Alexander is going to disagree with me. I uh, I don't want to see a Maddie Ziegler perform Chandelier anymore. <laughs> I, I agree as well. I don't want to see yeah. it. I don't want. I don't want to see it. The next one is going to be with like Bill Murray or something. And and I feel like it's just it's such a bummer. Like that we get Ryan Heffington choreographing stuff at the Grammys for like the whole world to watch live and it has to be like Kristen Wiig and Maddie Ziegler doing this you know a, a recut of his already fantastic choreography I just am bummed that that's that keeps happening and it never gets normal that Sia doesn't look at the audience it's still <laughs> fucking weird I know um, but it's just it's it's I think it's over it's it's Played its course. I mean, they it went to the Grammys, but you got to remember, like, when did this music video come out? It came out like eight months Over ago. Year, no, more than eight, no more than eight months ago, right? I've, I don't know if it's over a year ago, but it's a long time. Yeah, check the date the date on Chandelier on on a little site. A little I, site we call IMDb. <laughs> May sixth. May sixth. So yeah, I'd say about eight months. I don't know how yeah, to do math. That's I guess that's February. Um, when but, it is, or yeah, when I, I, I'm not even close to being tired of it yet. I, like I, I've probably already watched Chandelier a, a whole bunch more times than you guys have, as it stands. And hey, you I, don't know. I you don't fucking yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, you don't know me. No, that's an assumption. <laughs> but listen, that's an assumption. So maybe that's, I, that's why not. You're... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not uh, my argument has nothing to do with the music video. I think they've not. I know they haven't. They haven't topped the music video yet. In any of these performances, it was really awesome when they started doing it, and it was like, oh shit! Like, this music video has has broken through to like where Ellen wants it recreated for her, and then like just everyone did it, and then they just started shoving shit into it. They were like, here's Lena Dunham, here's Kristen Wiig, like, uh, yeah, but Kristen Wiig was way cooler than Lena Dunham. 
Well, the Lena Dunham one was a Dunham mistake. almost ruined it. She <laughs> she, I think she did ruin it. But I do, th- and which is interesting because I, I do think Ryan Heffington choreographed them all. I have a feeling Ryan Heffington choreographed. Lena do you Dunham. think Ryan Heffington touched the Lena Dunham thing? I, I do, feel like I that do. was a coke field. How, how I, there could... was some cocaine involved there. That's a coke. No, I don't. I don't listen. I don't like. The, I don't like the Lena Dunham one. Um, um, but I do. But like, wh- how weird would that be if like he chore- he's choreographed every pretty much every performance that's happened since? Why not that one? That like that one actually came on the heels of the video. I, I just feel like he probably did. And like Lena Dunham, did, like Kristen Wiig actually was like a pretty dope dancer. Like mm. she, it it was like making sense. But the Lena Dunham one did not did not make any sense. This you know this reminds yeah. me of. Uh, do you guys remember when? Uh, oh, what was Gnarls Barkley? That was the name of Danger Mouse and CeeLo Green. Right. Um, when they had that song that was a very popular song crazy. crazy yes and everywhere they went to perform it whether it was award shows or the tonight show they dressed up as something different so i think on the tonight show they were all dressed as like a gospel choir and then on the vmas they were all dressed as star wars characters which was a theme which is a theme of the album like the album cover when it came out it like each of the, the all, there was a bunch of pictures of them and it was all that them dressed up as different shit really i yeah. had that album and yeah, that's I saw, not the I'm cover i'm pretty sure i saw them as freddie and jason there's one of them the there's one of them as the guys from clockwork orange Oh yeah, and it kind of reminds me of that where it's like a huge song and every performance has a common thread but they uh deviate in some way. I thought that yeah. Interesting. What was the, what does that have to do with chandelier? Well, oh, just it, just with every t- so there's a kind of a link there between you know the where they had to do a thing. Yeah, they're stringing together all the performances. All the performances have a have a common narrative thread, right? right. Where somebody Once you do nine, it's like oh shit, we're at a costume. Yeah, it's like uh, somebody is dancing, mostly Maddie Ziegler or maybe Lena Dunham, I guess, if you're on late night TV, and then see it as ter- turned away from the audience, kind of turning the junket of taking you know a popular song and having to perform it everywhere and turning it into kind of a performance art on its own like the same thing that that uh barkley did now why because i remember like kristen or lena dunham did that and she had tweeted the video like pretty like soon after it come out and i feel like her tweeting the video like helped get it into like different circles and that was probably like had something to do with that performance has it ever been like it revealed as to why Kristen Wiig fucking did that and performed. Uh, I'm gonna go Eagle? with the my theory is. So no is the answer to my question. No, and then, going right to the theory. But I'm I'm pretty sure that that Sia recruited her. I, I feel she tight. so far pulled in everyone based on whatever reason it might be. Tight. But I think she wanted someone uh, of a comedy. Uh, background for this performance. What a weird guess, but all right, that, we'll, we'll go with that. That's the idea. I'll find it. It'll be in an interview, and I'll <laughs> slap it all over your Facebook Messenger. Okay, that was a weird way to. The phrasing was weird on that, uh, but cool. <laughs> That's fun. Um, so let's talk about some of the music videos from this week because it was a really pretty amazing week. Well, uh, I, I want to talk about David Wilson's outfit, but fine, we won't. Oh, I think we'll get there. <laughs> oh, um, we're gonna get there. 
Yeah, we'll get there. Um, one of, oh wait, David Wilson's outfit at the Grammys. Oh uh, yeah, well right. Didn't did you see that link I sent you about that? No, I didn't put that in the show notes. But David Wilson was written about um, in a couple of magazines for what he wore at the Grammys uh, last week when we had Jason Baum on. He mentioned that for men, it's black tie. You can't really do much. And then fucking Dave Wilson, uh, like like an awesome badass, like shows he shows up to Grammys in a plum suit, major thin tie, and high heels on. Ooh. <laughs> did you not see this link? Yeah. Well, where did you send this link to me? I emailed it to you, um, like earlier in the week, maybe Monday. I think I emailed it to you. It'd be weird if I wrote it to someone else. Um, no, I don't. I don't have it in my email here. Oh shit! Who did I send that email to? <laughs> oh saying, shit here it is what it was in my spam and okay sorry i have tags and it's, and it's, it's cool and what's in the, what's it was in like a serious magazine too yeah it's in the refinery 29 and uh is that jason next to him yeah that's about that's bomb next to him yeah right looking fly as well damn look at these guys if you guys are listening you guys look sweet that is the skinniest tie i think i've ever seen yeah, they're killing it. But yeah, rock the pumps, and and it was uh, the 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 are the the headline is like these shoes made a major statement or something. And I saw the the way it gets posted on Facebook when they post it, and it's yeah. it's just the shoes. It's not revealed that they're like on a mail, and so it's like a big. Those aren't just Dave Wilson was clickbait. <laughs> yeah, those aren't just like platform shoes those are like ladies high heel shoes oh yeah they're pumps they're 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 like they're like six inch heels wow that's david yeah david i didn't know david wilson was such like a shit starter that's awesome yeah well yeah like i guess it's not like it's it's mainly a shit starter because of what because of what jason said that it's supposed to be black tie for men Mm -hmm. although i see pictures of dan kwan as well and he was in a a blue like a royal blue suit Mm -hmm. but he did not have high heels on, which is what people seem to be gravitating towards. But the yeah. plum suit, suit's real too. That's pretty serious. Pretty serious with the plum colored suit. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, we should talk about some videos of the week. And since we're talking about David Wilson, uh, I think I think it would be that's a good place to start with the music video that he directed that came out technically last Friday. Right. Uh, uh, this music video is for Royal Blood, and it's called Out of the Black. It's the second version of this music video. Um, and Doug, you did uh, video chats for this video, which was great, where David Wilson was really, really, uh, um, you know, he was kind enough to provide some animatics for this video, um, for this post. So we'll link to that in the show notes at imvdb.com slash podcast. Um, this was co-directed by... Uh, Christy, I think Caracas is, is how you pronounce it, and who is the you know creator of one of my favorite cartoons, Super Jail, on Adult Such, Sw- a, such uh, an awesome such show. A, it's an amazing cartoon, and the style is in this, and it's uh, really interesting because when you have two directors, a lot of times you don't really know what different parts they did, but this is alternates between animation and live action and it's very clear that david directed the uh the live action part portions and christy uh created the the animated portions and it's it's uh something that this kind of going back and forth between animation and live action and and having a you know a, a co-director like an animation co-director is not something that david wilson is 
infamiliar with he the mind mischief music video by tame impala also does a very similar thing where it's about like a boy who like kind of has a crush on his teacher and then he has this like he starts to envision what goes on between them uh and it becomes like a cartoon and so it's very similar it becomes like animated and very over the top and so you know there's a lot of kind of similarities between the tame impala video and the real but blood video including one more thing uh there we also interviewed david about this mind mischief video and he mentioned that the very first image he had when making the video was of a of a butt walking down a hallway hmm. which features is the beginning of the mind mischief video and there is a very similar shot in the royal blood video of uh when the rabbit runs out of the gas station initially it's like this very similarly framed shot of the rabbit's butt so you're like a rabbit what do you mean we should tell people what goes on in this video before we get too far um which I, which here i will the <laughs> <laughs> so the video the video starts um with like a, a brief animated intro about like an a, like an alien television show and then um it it's kind of like pulls back from the TV and it's like a gas station attendant watching it. And suddenly, um, as he's helping a customer, a bunny shows up with a gun and shoots the customer in the head and starts kind of like ranch ransacking the gas station. For snacks, basically. For snacks and snacks and ice cream. <laughs> snacks and stuff ice cream. That, like, he's, he's got an armful of stuff that like total would have cost like ten dollars. <laughs> right. I did not you did not need to kill people for. And it's uh and and he um uh also takes the dude's candy bar, I think, from him or like does he those at the end. Okay. Yeah, maybe that happens, but he, they're all like. There's a moment like the candy bar is significant in the beginning of the video when like you, maybe it's just like a shot that is like close of him grabbing the candy bar, where whereas everything else he's kind of just shoveling in his arms. Mm -hmm. But um, the candy bar is like made significant early on. Anyway, uh, the bunny goes outside and continue. This is a bunny mascot, you know, uh, similar to like Easter Bunny, right? I think so. Like that's the yeah. that's the idea, right? Because eventually more mascots appear, and they're they kind of all represent different holidays. But um, yeah, he's a he's a bunny mascot, though. Like like if you were to like go to the mall and there was like an Easter bunny that you could take pictures with if you're a kid, like that's what it is. So he goes outside, and obviously cops show up, and he fucking fucks all these cops up this bunny does and this is where the animation kind of starts to kick in and the bunny's head gets removed and th that's when like the first animated sequence starts and it turns out the bunny is an alien underneath and he just starts like wrecking everybody in like very super jail ways if you've seen super jail like intense violent graphic it's surprising like crazy shit and um I guess like I don't want to I don't want to get too far, but like eventually like the fight breaks out so far so much where so many cops show up and so many people show up for the on the bunny side more mascots and it's just like an epic battle ensues and I uh, should we reveal the ending I guess we will and then the gas station attendant comes out and nunchucks the hell out of <laughs> the bunny and saves the day and then rips the candy bar out and eats it himself. 
Uh, what kind of candy bar is it? It's one of those Snickers in the it yellow, like yellow a, it packages. It looks like a Snickers peanut butter, but yeah. like it's obviously intentionally obscured. Um, it's just, but I thought it's pretty clear that it's a Snickers peanut butter. Well, that comes from someone who you've obviously eaten one of those. I'm assuming. No, but I've seen them in the in the snack aisle. Right. Um, yeah, definitely. But like, if you watch the animatic, which we have, like. It's not like it says Snickers in that. I think that they it it was like a moon bar or something um, <laughs> that, it, that it showed. Like it was just some name. I can't remember exactly what it was now, but it certainly wasn't Snickers because I obviously recognized it as a peanut butter Snickers too because those are fantastic. And I checked in, although like it's not necessary, right? Like a Snickers has got enough flavor. You don't need to be like, oh, what does this need? More flavor. Um, but whatever. That's another conversation. Uh, you guys love this video, right? Oh, I yeah, do for sure. It's really good. Super um, love this video. Um, they, I, I just thought the uh, the use of the live action and the animation, sort of interchanging the way that it does, uh, was pretty unique. I haven't seen a lot of music videos do it in that way. And the, Having and, the violence animated, and then back to the live action, and, and the, edit, the edit is fantastic. Like it mm-hmm. hits the marks so well. Like the way the action cuts together with this royal blood song with which royal blood are like you know they rock pretty hard actually that you don't get you don't you don't hear rock music like this very often uh in 2015 i think royal blood is pretty it's like it it complements them very well yeah they're great uh, and the tra- the transitions as well are, are very well done between the live action and the animation like the one time where he puts the head back on and it switches back to live action it's done very stylistically the camera's rotating and it looks it's fun. really good and uh one thing we should mention the bunny mascot and in, in some scenes the snowman mascot are both played by uh john like friend of the podcast john like our buddy oh that's, that's what i was gonna say john oh, i stole it from you i know he's been on this podcast he um, has uh I can't remember what episode it was, but you can find recent. it. Uh, recent. Pre- well, we, had him, recent we, yeah. we had them all with Zach Stoltz. Um, it's very, very fun to watch, to, to view these, uh, design, like the alien designs, um, and especially the animatic that David provided to us. Um, the, the, the interview and the animatic, like, we don't do these video chats as often as we used to. We used to do, like, sometimes more than one a day. Like, we used to really churn these things out. We stopped almost completely but like you know there are some you know we 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 still bring it out when like we feel like there's it's you know there's something interesting to hear about in them and i think this is a great example kind of like that the animatic and like kind of the what he talks about in conjunction with that i feel like is is really interesting uh and and really gives some like great insight like david it's got nothing to do with me i'm an asshole and an idiot and don't know how to do anything <laughs> but david provided like some really great answers uh and the animatic as well so uh definitely check that out um for so sure. should we move on to uh one other video i wanted to talk about this week is a new youtube video um which is exciting for me because i'm a youtube fan <laughs> Big day for Adam. Yeah, big day for Adam. Um, And this is a video that, like, we were kind of. There was some discussion on whether or not it would be included in the database because it's 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 essentially a short film. It is essentially a short film, um, but it is billed as a short film called "Every Breaking Wave," which happens to be the track off of uh, U2's new album, "Songs of Innocence." I guess 
Newish. Newish, yeah. The one that everyone got forced to have. Yeah, but, and that <laughs> clouded, I mean, I, I'm kind of disappointed that that happened that way because I think it's a great album and it's kind of been clouded by that. Um, and speaking of uh, albums that have won Album of the Year, lest we forget that uh, two albums ago, you 2 uh, won Album of the Year for How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb. Um, just in, I think, 2009 or 2010. So, you know, U2 is, I think people like to pretend that U2 are some, you know, are like the Rolling Stones, you know, pretty much relevant, mu- irrelevant musically, but relevant culturally. It's kind of the alt, you know, the opposite for U2. I think they're still relevant musically and they, they struggle to be relevant culturally. It's and, weird because their music isn't, sh- like, it sounds very U2. Yeah. And, and this this music video is like very narrative heavy, and I think the song is the music complements it well. But I also there are times where um, it it felt like such a U two song that it almost separates itself without intention of the filmmakers from the video. Is that does that make sense to you? Uh, a little bit. I mean, maybe a little bit of your prejudice there against you. No, no, it's not prejudice. It's not prejudice. Because I think this is great. I think everything about this video is great. I think like what it represents and the execution is fantastic. But there are times where it just like becomes so much of a U2 song that you can't not notice that. Well, you let's can't. describe what it is a little bit. It's called okay. Every Breaking Wave, and it's a 20-minute short about... Um, and Adam, you sent over some some helpful notes on this because uh, as to, to know and to appreciate many periods in U2's history, you kind of have to have a working background of Ireland and Irish politics. Um, Which Adam is our expert in. Adam is our expert in, definitely. <laughs> I'm um, really good at copying and pasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is a, a a love story, kind of Romeo and Juliet-esque love story set across um, the divide in Ireland, which is, you know, Catholic versus Protestant. Um, and I don't actually know a lot about the political history about this, but I know a little bit. And I know you two, this has been something that's been an issue for them for a long time. It's interesting because, you know, the song, the video is called um, Every Breaking Wave, which is one of my favorite tracks off the new U2 album, but it's kind of bookended by uh, little snippets of a song called The Troubles, uh, which is U2 featuring, uh, I think it's Like Lee? Licky Lee? I never know how to pronounce it. Licky Lee, yeah. Um, Which is, kind of ends the album and is a really great track and is about you know, obviously, the, when they say the troubles, every Irish person means the troubles in Ireland. So, um, but it, it's it's. I think this video is interesting for a number of reasons. Number one is, I guess, the love story part is interesting. Um, but at the end, there's I won't give it away, but there is this surprise violence that is very cinematic, and I thought very very well done. Um, directed by I, I have no clue how to pronounce this person's first name. I think it's Effie. It's a girl, so yeah. Really, this this is A O I F E Effie. I think I'm so. guessing, but McArdle Effie McArdle. Okay, Offie, well, that... yeah, Effie Offie, but I, <laughs> I would have said Iofie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and she, and uh, I don't know much about her background, but that that seems like an Irish name to me, right? Yes, no, uh, definitely. I yeah. think so. Uh, so the the obviously like. 
you mentioned the significance of the subject matter to you too um probably has some significance to what are we gonna go with are we gonna go with effie we should yeah. know this we should know this uh let's go with is, effie she is, is irish for sure um, yeah. just seeing that on her twitter now and a fantastic director. I mean, she's made some really great videos. And oh, yeah. um, just recently, um, last week, maybe the week before, um, Glacier by James Vincent M- uh, McMauro, who we were going to talk about this video on the podcast. It was on our watch list. I don't think we got to it. But uh, anyway, fantastic director. I think, like, for what you would to expect a YouTube video to be, now if you were just like oh there's a new youtube video like immediately you think it's just like something some kind of performance video maybe with like some visual effects element added to that it's certainly not this is what you expect and so i'm wondering what the process was to make this video whether it even started with you too or if it was something that you two just kind of got on board with adam in in your kind of research did you encounter any information about that no not really nothing specific to that was this now what did this come out on the creators project no what did this come <laughs> some shit it came out on one of those <laughs> now nowness or uh i am not sure I, I didn't see that either where it premiered i thought it came out on creators project but I yeah i think it was creators project it gives me a no but it is <laughs> yeah, it is a it is the creator's project, um, and because it's on her on Effie's Twitter. Fuck, I hope this is how you say her name. Um, yeah, it, it, there's a creator's project post which premiered this, and I um, Fr- fringe is fringe is on uh, Effie's Twitter too. Nice job, guys! Yay! Look at you guys. What is this from this video? Yeah. Uh, a friend tweeted about it and she retweeted it. Oh, the Glacier video, not this. Yeah, the Glacier one. Um, oh, really? The so, Glacier one? Yeah. We, we, didn't so, put the, we didn't put the U2 one up yet. But it's yeah, great. Because we we it. it was still in flux. We haven't tweeted it either because we were making sure that we were all on board that this is called a music video. Because it is being that we're going with it as a music video. Because it is being called a short film. But this, this fits all of the IMBDB qualifications of a music video the the song is there the whole time it's it's like we've seen stuff that is clearly like build as music videos that are essentially this same formula and so uh we're calling this a music video but we should link to this um creators project in in the show notes because it's got some great behind the scenes stuff this was a pretty big project it definitely had to have been because there's some really kind of uh, I mean the ending scene or or it, I'm not sure if it's technically the ending scene but toward the end of the video you'll know what I'm talking about um this kind of big sprawling scene that they have is really pretty impressive for a music video's scope um and it, it's and, you know you mentioned Doug like what you expect from a YouTube video I think YouTube is one of those artists that have like unfortunately not have a, a lot of great luck with music videos, even though they've had some of the like, like really insanely talented people working for them, like uh, Alex and uh, Martin and, and Jonas Ackerlin, Kevin Godley, Joseph Kahn, um, Chris Melk, uh, Mark Romanek. I mean, just amazing people. Uh, you know, Wim Wenders, uh, 
Anton Corbin, who has been a longtime collaborator, they've all made videos for you too. And, you know, as much as I love Mewtwo's music, I don't think they've always been winners when it comes to music videos. So I'm really excited to see them embracing uh, the medium and saying, you know, we're going to do interesting things with it. We're going to do a 20 minute short. I mean, uh, uh, you know, this is not exactly new in the world of music videos, but it is an interesting direction. So and I think, and I do think that this is a, a video that very much originated with Effie and that you two got on board with at some, you know, I think that they're building, like they're saying that she, um, that that she that like it's inspired by the song originally and stuff. It doesn't seem like it was a you know initially con- commissioned by you two, but I think that that still kind of like goes to your point where like this kind of was going on and you two has really jumped on board and signed on with it and you know kind of put themselves behind it and that's still says a lot. Um, and did you see this picture, Adam? I think we got to put this in the, sh- the highlight this photo in the show notes too. You're talking about how crazy that that ending scene was did you see this what i just put here in the chat yeah it's a great picture cool everyone now everyone no one knows it because this is a this is an audio format (laughs) anyway uh this very great video though unexpectedly great like when i saw you too i was like and then i literally made that noise people were around me like what's what are you okay and i was like oh yeah just you too and they're like oh i get it and then we watched it that's good that's the way it works. Um, so we should talk. We can talk about more videos, right? I don't think so. I think we're gonna call it a night. Um, Two videos. Anyway, <laughs> of course we're gonna talk about some new uh, other music videos. Uh, what else were you guys excited about this week? I was also very excited uh, about this Florence and the Machine. What kind of man? Music video directed by Vincent Haycock. I th- I, I would really very much like to talk about this music video uh, as well. Um, Let's do it, yeah. Because it's uh, what's the last Vincent Haycock video that came out? It's been a while. I think this is his first one in 2015. The last one was Early Days by Paul McCartney. Right, Early Days and West Coast were came out very close to one another. Now we did get a. Florence and the Machine, Vincent Haycock collaboration um, with the addition uh, of uh, Tabitha. De, how do you say Tabitha's last name? The home, then home. Fuck, we gotta <laughs> we gotta get better at this. Uh, I think it's Denom. 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 Could have yeah. saved me earlier. Um, Vincent Haycock and Tabitha Denom. Uh, I didn't even say how you did. Uh, directed a directed a teaser uh, for the new Florence and the Machine album, and actually, I thought this was a music video when it first came out. It was there wasn't much info about it when it when I first saw it. Um, so, but this is like a much more stripped back project. The how big, how blue, how beautiful. Um, but the same crew seems to have worked on the what kind of man music video, and that is not stripped back. Uh, at all. Um, somebody else describe what happens in this video because I did the last one. This is a tough one to describe. Um, it almost kind of defies description. Um, well, I could give it a go. Yeah, I give it a go, Adam. If you, if you want to pass the reins. I think it doesn't defy description. Hmm. Well, it's go pretty... then describe it. There's if, you're listening... two... okay. <laughs> if you're listening like... to this podcast, say yes or no. 
in the comments if you think it does or does not defy description. <laughs> Adam, all right, continue, uh, Adam. So I think there's sort of uh, a very linear, like a main narrative uh, element to the video, and then we kind of have like a performance thing as well. So the main narrative is kind of uh, a couple um, sort of going through the peaks and valleys of a relationship, which seems to end in a car crash of some kind, whether that's literal or um, or figurative, not sure. But then they kind of intermix these scenes of Florence um, dancing in a performance um, art style with a room full of men. And yeah, basically we get a, a, an exchange of these two different things going on at the same time, the whole video. Really good. There's a lot of undertones. There's just so many like subtext going on in this video, and... One of them is, well, there is a shocking moment in the middle, and if you haven't seen the video, we're going to, you know, spoiler alert, um, sort of completely unannounced. So the first scene of the video is Florence Welch, and I'm not sure who her companion is, but they're talking in a car. There's a lot of, like, in-car stuff in this video. And in the video, in the in the middle of it, you're kind of in in the place you would least expect it, you see Florence Welch turn to the camera, and in the background you see a car coming towards her, um, and she's in a car, and it's a and just a car crash interrupts and intersects the video, um, which kind of leads into the 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 Ryan Heffington dance portion of the video, um, but there's this idea of her relationship with with men. Obviously, I guess that's that's the one theme that is very. Uh, overt because it you know it's not often you see a dance number with like 12 dudes and one girl um in very close quarters which was i think interesting and and sort of challenging and then there's also, also this idea of a storm um you know the characters in the video talk about a storm you know storm and, and weather in the dialogue portions and then in this little room that Florence Welch is seen in frequently there's news stories about a storm going on outside and um, I think I'm not really sure what to make of it on a kind of a wider scale but there's a lot of little interesting things to kind of pick at it's just a, and it's just like an unreal energy and then mm. like exists in this whole video and like a such a balance of kind of a like Feeling, uh, God, it's like such a difficult video. That's why I kept part of why I passed the buck. It's such <laughs> yeah, a it's difficult video to like raw. encapsulate into words. But like, holy Powerful. shit! Like um, when I when the first when the first Vincent Haycock Florence Welch video came out this week, like I I was like, this is sweet, you know, like what I, like I thought it was cool, like it definitely like piqued my interest. Um, I was like. Uh, you know, but it wasn't like it, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest thing that I've seen. And then this video came out, and it kind of like knocked my fucking shit back. Like I was so like it's such a contrast from that last video too to this one. Like I was super blown away by this video, and and you know I I don't know what else to say, but I still so I'm talking. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things where, where you know, I'm not sure what every piece means, and I think it's it's got like a deep subtext, and I feel like other pieces will be revealed to us. I don't think this is the whole text, as it were, um, 
but as a just like a piece to sit down and watch it's watch it's so emotional and so powerfully structured i think this is just a beautiful amazing video i, I think this is one we're going to be talking about for a few months honestly yeah florence florence gives a very uh a very strong believable performance too which is not always the case when um the main artist performs in a video well vincent haycock and florence welch she's been fucking like the two of them have been working together for a while now and the things that they do together are unlike anything that an artist uh, like florence welch does in music videos you know you see it like described as brave and you know like all of these words that don't often get applied to music videos and vincent haycock and florence welch go there all the time it's true um so i think what else we got on our list we got some other talk about champagne kisses <laughs> we both both Adam and I seem really excited for Valentine's Day because, uh, because is this, is this a Valentine's Day related video? I don't know. Well, we were just—I mean—he said champagne kisses, and we both got super excited. <laughs> out, out of context, that was that was, that was a that's great our opener right there for the podcast. Um, so this is a video called Champagne uh, Kisses by Jessifer uh, by. <laughs> Jesse Ware is that? I never Jessie know. Ware. Yeah, Jesse Ware. Directed by Jessif- it's definitely not Jessifer. That's not a name. No, it's definitely that's not, not the even a name. It's the wrong one. Um, directed by Chris Sweeney, who is uh, you may know him from Heart Out Here by Lily Allen or um, some some pretty amazing videos, including or I'm the- I'm a real singer by Jessifer Jackson, which is a great. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, Young and Beautiful by Lana Del Rey and, and many other music videos um, this video um, first of all it's a great track I love this song um, and it needed it needed a video like this I yeah. feel like where it this is one of those videos that is I guess it's a kind of we need to have come up with a name for this type of video where it's all sorts of little like vignettes little like images I'm trying to think who made this style like the most popular. Was it like Canada or somebody? I can't. I can't remember. Uh, I think Canada. We're talking about direct, the director team, Canada. Uh, director, like producer team. Yeah, there, there is. There's are more kind of like, uh, like fractured in terms of visuals and <laughs> um, kind of more digitally chopped up. These are more just like. Here's a smorgasbord of interesting kind but of weird do, visuals. They do kind of explore the surreal in a similar way. Yeah, but not in a not in like a digitally altered way, or in in or like an explicitly digitally altered way. Um, yeah, Canada hides it a little. Yeah, like I'm thinking about the gun, the video for Gun by Churches, is a good example of that, where they're doing the same sort of thing, but it's very like. Digital, and that's the only word I can think of to to, to kind of describe it. This well, is this... more organic. I mean, the, some of these scenes have painted backgrounds, you know, right? And some of them even feel, like feel a lot more practical. The, the um, there obviously some of it is 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 not real. Like the, when her neck is crazy long, yeah, but it's, it's all like grounded in something. Um, 
there is a lot of practical elements to kind of offset that. This is the um, first um, time she's done a video like this as well, which I thought was really cool. Like, I like sort of delving into the surreal the way this one does. Um, I guess the brother one came closest, but yeah, the brother. Yeah. It's, a, it's a different. It's a different thing, though. I think. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. Um, like the brother. It's tough. Like the. the they're they're very different songs as well. Like this is God, this is such a perfect video for this song. Like the the, the video is a lot more fun, and I, there are like there's this is a, a slightly more upbeat, happier song. Like tough love is not a there's no like joy in in tough love. Um, this one like it's not super happy, but it's 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 got some like lighter moments, and yeah, I think that's sure. that, that reflects in the video as well. But like. You know, although this is a derivative kind of style that we're looking at, um, you know, it, it still feels really unique. Um, in, in, and it in suits the, her super well as well. And it's, it just, it's just like so nice to it's just so nice to watch this stuff. Like I still I really enjoy it. Like when when it's like two of her with the hair tied together and stuff. Yeah, like it's that's like, a really cool. It's show. just like a joyful. Like I just enjoy myself watching it. I watch this like the colors are great. Yeah, it's like such a nice, easy like that. It's really soft, and uh, I've watched this thing like seven, eight times this week already. And you don't and you don't have to really overthink it. I like that. That's a that's a nice thing sometimes. Right, you could just watch the first half and jump out. You don't have to watch the whole thing. Like if you're gonna like fire up that Florence Welch video, like you're you're in you're in for it. And it's like you gotta like you gotta gear up for it. Like champagne gets you just throw that bad that bad boy on and you have a snack with it. Yeah, you get some cheese sticks. Or, I mean, whatever snack you'd like, cheese sticks sound great. Anything kind of cheese based. This video pairs well with, yeah, anything cheesy. Uh, what is, wait, hold on. What is your favorite, like, favorite, like, snack? Like, like Doug, if you could have any snack, what, what would it be? Well, you know, it's a situational thing. If it, but, like... But you're, cash, by, you're by yourself in your own apartment. And, but, like, like, what time of day, like... At night, at night, nighttime snack. Proximity to meals, like a cashew, is always a nice move. Hmm. Yeah. What about you? Granola, something. So my my favorite snack is uh, you take some crackers. <laughs> crackers and snacks. You take some cheddar cheese, right? You slice it up, and then you take raw jalapenos. Well, and you slice them up and you put those and you do a little like cracker with some cheese and raw jalapeno on the top of this. Listen to this guy. Oh, that. That's fancy. a snack. That's a snack. That's, I said cashew. I wear fancy. I want to redact my cashews and and just say that I just want to just have whatever, whatever you're having cuz that sounds great. Um Adam so Alexander, yeah, well, hold on. I want to hear oh, Alexander. Yeah, we got to get something from Tim Hortons. No, no. I mean, I often just hit up the old classic peanut butter and jam on toast. Mm. That's not a. That's just not a snack. That's sure a snack. It is. That's totally you, a snack. Hey, come on now. No disrespect. That's a snack. <laughs> You're right. No disrespect. But like, if that's a snack, then like seventy five percent of my meals are snacks. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> whatever. That's fine. Uh, I just am a am a baby. Um, let's talk about more music videos. And not, not go down that path any further. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about this Calvin Harris video? T- uh, sure. 
Oh, reluctantly. Which which one? Oh, okay. So this is <laughs> Kelvin Harris featuring Haim. I thought you would want to talk about this. This is Haim. Who me? Yeah, you love what? Haim. I, I'm down to talk about it. You're, why are you singling me out as I love Haim? As if you motherfuckers don't You've love. You've told me multiple occasions that you are in in passionately in love with this time. No, there's S- nothing, there's the older sister. About- there's nothing physical about my attraction to Haim. They're a great band. Uh, yeah, but remember when they were on SNL and 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 you were like, yeah, like the the bass player. The well, yeah, I wasn't, but that was not anything sexual. I was just like, attracted. well, yeah, she was, was. She's cool. Yeah, it was a cool shit. That was cool shit for anybody who's not like initiate initiated to the the Haim fan club and doesn't have their membership card. Um, Haim is three sisters. The uh, Heim sisters. Est is the oldest. I think she's Esty. Esty's twenty-seven, I think. And there's Danielle. She's around twenty-four. And then there's Alana. It's very much like it's. The more I think about it, the more I realize like just how close they are in um, concept to the Hanson brothers. Oh, <laughs> yes. wait, Phillips, perhaps. Yeah, Wilson but Phillips. just think about it, like. Hanson, the name of the band Hanson is all of their last name. Yeah, but Hanson is a terrible band. No, well, hold on. I'm not saying I'm not making a judgment calls here, but but hold on. These are three <laughs> si- three siblings. Where I believe the middle Hanson, like the, the the youngest Hanson brother, was definitely the drummer, which is sort of implied in Heim, although it's never explicit. Ex- it's totally explicit because they don't want her in the back. I think. Um, well, then I think they have a drummer usually. But, yeah, but but it, but Alana Heim, the youngest, will definitely come out and play like uh, a drum or a xylophone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, whatever, whatever they need. Um, <laughs> the, and the name of the band, they're, they're obviously three siblings, which is important. The name of the band is the last name of all of them in both cases, which is mm-hmm. unique. There's not a lot of bands like that. Except- so, what do we get to? Three? We got like three solid similarities. Of all of the thousands of things that make a band <laughs> unique, well, how often how, how often do it does it like the Bee Gees weren't named the Gibbs, you know, or Gibbs <laughs> or Gib or whatever. Um, it's just it's just uh, interesting. Every time I see a photo, my where... Band, me and my sister's band was called Clinger. <laughs> we didn't really have a band. Um, every time I see a picture where where it's like very clear that Alana Heim is super young, I think she's like. 20 or 21 um i just i always think of hansen where when they were insanely popular like uh, the two older sisters were sort of like wait hansen are boys yeah but i'm uh, sorry the two older brothers were in their like 20s and the the, the drummer was like 17 or something wait i hansen, still want to say if you're gonna chop three pull. years off hansen hansen was like 17 14 and 12 also <laughs> they weren't adults all of heim are adults and then I'm, I'm still going with Wilson band. Phillips in terms of uh, is trios named after their last names that are girls. Are the, uh, That's a good one, yeah. So do we like this music video? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Which uh, music video? <laughs> Pray to God one with Calvin Harris. <laughs> Calvin Harris. So this video, as we as we know, you know, Calvin Harris is one of these like David Guetta types who say that uh, name. David Guetta. He's Italian. Um, David Guetta, who is, who like you know, produce a track or whatever, and it's it's their name on it. But then whoever is like singing is somebody else famous, and this happened with uh, falling. To, I 
can't remember the name of the song that featured Sia a few years ago. Um, didn't Calvin? Didn't she was, David Guetta and Calvin uh, say David Guetta and she, Sia basically do an entire album together? Mm-hmm, I don't know. Adam. Um, uh, anyway, so Kelvin Harris, this is featuring Haim, but Haim is singing the entire time, and they're in the video the entire time. Yeah, it's just them in the video, which is interesting. But Calvin Harris is in his videos sometimes. Well, I guess David Guetta is too. Um, Haim yeah, this is, is like an EDM thing, right? To have the track produced by an EDM artist and then and then get multiple guest artists on an album. Very EDM. Yeah. Very EDM. It makes it very difficult to run a music database when, when <laughs> yes. people run when people do one-off tracks, and it's like forty-five people, and it's and between their name every time. But this is so. This this basically features Heim, the Heim sisters, in different environments. But it's not like the like different like climates. I guess I don't know. Um, it's like intentionally shown that it's like staged environments. They should, yeah. Like, Backdrops fall. Yeah, yeah. But then there's real animals scattered about. But but uh, the Heim sisters are styled not like you've seen them ever before. They're like super glammed up, super like. uh... (laughs) You ever see that movie The Crow from the nineties? They they all look like characters from The Crow. Didn't that guy die? Yeah, he died, Jason. Yeah. But I was feeling uh, the craft a little bit. Ooh, you know, actually, that's that's much much better. Uh, a crap. witchiness to it. A I feel like this video is like saying saying more than it than it. It's but I mean, like, it's, oh, it's, it's very... like this is a, this is a video that's like a there's a lot of surface. There's a lot going on on the surface, and like that's what it's being sold as. But I do think that this video has stuff going on beneath the surface that isn't really kind of like doesn't matter to the people who, who this video is made for but it is but it is going on like i realize it and i think it's there like i think that this video could be like making a statement but i think that... it's very much a, a wiccan kind of a themed video because the, the wiccan religion is all about nature and uh, yeah yeah but and... well, well i want to hear more about this is but hold on thing. hold up but we're getting away from like what is going on in this video what like, you're there, saying there is a video that is like this is they're making an attempt to show you that these are sets right like the background falls as if it's something from a set right like that's what we're seeing that's what you what else is what else does that represent when you see the backdrop fall then like them then them being like self-reflexive i mean when does it i mean the backdrop falls is is a very very tiny piece of this video but it's very very clear that these are like painted backgrounds and it's yeah like this is like the, this they're making reference to the fact that this is a production right in some in some way and so that's where i think that there's more going on in those elements that you're right it does kind of get lost in the in the like i mentioned the surface level stuff that could be wicked inspired or at least in some of the scenes like what i think is going on is that like when the backdrop falls like they're the style like stuff is changing they're kind of being suddenly they're different they're different now that it's not this red background and it's like wolves around them their style doesn't change but suddenly like it seems like it's different it seems like they're being presented differently even though they're the exact same like i think those are kind of the illusions that are going on underneath the surface of the kind of like over stylized flash glam that we that is like easily digestible and seen when you play this video Adam, is that, is tell, that not exactly what you guys thought? I, a little bit, yeah. I, I 
Adam, tell us about the Wiccan thing. Cause... Well, I don't know. I'm yeah, tell us. Do you, are you it. Wiccan? No. No. Hmm. And I mean, I, I'm basically just drawing on the fact that the, the, the track is called Pray to God, and they seem very, uh, you know, the witch-like. I don't know if that's the proper way to say they do, that. They do get some, like, spookiness going on. They're locking in on you, right? And there's, I'm afraid. Yeah. And it's, it almost has, like, a bit of a ritualistic feel to it. Like, maybe they're doing some spells there without Spell doing anything. Up. Who knows? Do you, you guys remember the movie Four Rooms? No. Yeah, vaguely. It's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yes. Where it's got Tim Roth, and there are four, there are four hotel rooms, and each of them is a story, and it was a different person who directed each story. One of them was Quentin Tarantino. One was Robert Rodriguez, and there was one with Madonna in it, and she was a witch. Nobody remembers. I don't remember the Madonna part. No. Weird. Anyway, that's what this video is. <laughs> it's it's funny to see Haim so like glammed up though, because they're usually like styled very naturally. Um, I thought it was an I thought it was a nice change. I love how they, they this is they a nice are always change. styled, but You're I like seeing uh, them in a different light. Weird. Okay. I mean, they're I mean, not st- they're not going to stay there. I don't think. So it's cool to see them look different. Yeah, they're not. Nope. I agree. Wiccans. Yeah, they're not Wiccans now. Maybe. I didn't I, think Wiccan Wiccanism was still a thing. I wonder all the people oh, that I thing. really I wonder all the people that I knew in high school that were Wiccans if they're still. You knew in high school. There was a guy. I had a barber who was Wiccan. Uh, born? No, no. <laughs> no, not born. But another guy who worked at the barbershop for a while was a Wiccan. It was weird. He would vine about it. Uh, Adam, what, that, we need to like, everybody state their religions. <laughs> I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> Mine is Scientology slash Wiccan. Both. There you go. Perfect. I think that's that is the official religion of the of this podcast. Yeah. So um, S- the the thing about this video is that Estiham Haim does not look like herself at all, which is kind of weird. She looks the most different. She looks very very different. Yeah, Danielle Haim looks. Relatively sim- similar, and and um, Alanaheim looks super young. They they styled her very young, it, it, which was interesting. So, um, fun. That's a fun one. Um, what else do we talk about? Should we talk about this Matt and Kim video? Because I know you guys had some some. some I think yeah, Adam Adam had some thoughts about this video, so let's do. It's Hey Now by yeah, Matt okay. and Kim, directed by let's Colin Devonmore. So, um, it's a, I love the video, first of all. Um, I did make a, a slight observation. Uh, there was a video that came out last week by a band called Diet Sig, and the track was Scene Sick. And this video, uh, like the Matt and Kim video for Hey Now, um, it both features the band, uh, a male and a female, and... Uh, the female is kind of dancing like crazy on the right, and the male. This part's a little different. In the Diet Sig video, the the dude doesn't start dancing immediately, whereas Matt is kind of singing and and giving her throughout the whole video. But the videos are are very similar. I think it's probably a coincidence. Doug, you you'd agree with that? Yeah, I think it's definitely a coincidence. I mean, I don't. It's such a simple idea. Like, why would you steal? Mm-hmm. Why would you steal it? It's like, oh shit! Like we could 
You could sit and I'll dance just like <laughs> them. Fucking brilliant. No one will know. Like it just it's, it's like remarkably such, similar. Such, um, and, yeah. and kind of you know the thing that I just think of in cases like this is uh, it's too bad that Diet Sig are, are not uh, a more popular band because Matt and Kim are going to get a lot more attention for uh, essentially a, a very similar music video. Well, I that's think, kind of a sad thing. Well, I think I think that the, that, that you made like a pretty that's a good observation that um, you saw the similarities from the video. However, like this isn't the type of video that is you're getting attention for the video for. I, like so I think that this it's kind of I don't of like, know. I it's think kind of an irrelevant thing. got a buzzfeed oh, feature though. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me finish my point. Sure. Uh Mad Kim get a BuzzFeed article because they're Matt and Kim. Like Matt and Kim get like a Buzz BuzzFeed is writing about music videos not because of like the inventiveness of the music video. There's nothing inventive about either of these videos. So it's not like a conversation. Like this song got press because people are excited about a new Matt and Kim song. Like you you can't you can't place so. Yeah, totally. Like you can't really like no. place ownership on an idea so simple. It's it's just them dancing in front of in in it's just them dancing. Like But and I think but that's how it was kind of pushed as 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 Kim is really dancing in this video. Yeah, but that's the thing that out. Kim does. If Kim's all of like the way Matt and Kim perform, uh, like Kim dances during their performances frequently. Like this isn't none of this is like out of character for Matt and Kim. Like when it's a thing, like when we talked about in this podcast, when there was a cute like One Direction was accused of having stolen an idea from an indie video that and that video got attention specifically because of what's going on and what's fun about that video like no one gave shits about that other video that you mentioned with the similarities of the Matt and Kim nobody was like falling over themselves like holy shit look how cool this video is with this fucking girl dancing for no reason like nobody was excited about that and so to like there wasn't an idea to steal and so, you know, in the other example, that video was at South by Southwest. It was celebrated for a good idea in smaller circles. And then that idea popped up in like a significantly further distance away. Like Matt and Kim's another indie band who just like danced in a music video. But I do think that it is an interesting comparison that these videos came out a week apart. Yeah, and just to be clear, I'm definitely not claiming that uh, either of these videos ripped off the treatment from the other, but th they're very similar, and it's something I noticed. One very key difference is uh, the star of the Matt and Kim video is Kim's butt. Um, very, like, and I'm not just saying that because, like, it... Because she's dancing and she's wearing one of... I don't know what these are called. Leggings with the crazy patterns on it that are very popular with the kids. <laughs> Hot pants. I think they're just called leggings. Yeah, leggings or whatever. But her her butt is very kind of like central to all of this. And there are the only cutaway shots of the uh, in this entire video of are our, our, uh, her butt. Like, And, and I'm, not, I'm right. not exaggerating. It's literally what they are. They're like, and we need a closer look. And she, in like when they perform live and stuff, it's like butt-centered dances that Kim is doing. Like Kim is normally a, a drummer, and so when she's 
comes out from the drum set, uh, she has to let she got to let a lot a little ride, and there's you know a lot, there's no better way to do that than through your butt, and um, you know and it's, and it's also, yeah oh yeah definitely yeah definitely. They're- they are a couple. Yeah, yeah. but so it's, it's, that's it's, worth mentioning. It's just funny because, like, I don't know what if they're like trying to cover like changes in takes with these cutaway shots, but they're all of like a close-ups of her butt, um, which are pretty funny, uh, and which is this, which are this, well deserved. I mean, yeah. It's... Well, this seems like a video that I keep bringing it up because I think that this is that's exactly where the this concept came from. Um, is from the fact that this is like a thing that she does during her shows. Like if you pull up pictures of her, it's like her st- uh, when performing, she's like standing on the drum set, and I feel like these are they're we're pulling they're pulling elements from the way that they perform live and putting it in this video. What's that uh, video where they go into Times Square and get naked? Lessons learned. Yeah, Taylor Cohen. Taylor Cohen video, um, and Otto Arsenault. When it where and then they also yeah they also they also did a um a couple of videos with Jonathan Delgado who we had on this podcast. That's right. Uh, I think block after block is one we talked about on the podcast. Huh? Oh, and of course the Duke and O'Neill video. Yeah, for let's go. Yeah, this is super fun. There's a there's a video chats about that one too, um, but yeah, I think there's an interesting chemistry uh, that exists also in the Hey Now video. Like, whenever Kip is doing all this stuff, like Matt's got this like cheeky grin. Like this is like the thing that where it's like you don't feel bad about staring at this girl's butt, even though her her. Her, he wants you to watch. He's he? there. It's like a weird thing that they do. This is a weird. This is one of those weird sex things that I, you know, that I keep. I saw, a short, I saw a short film about that. We don't talk about that. It's it's uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, no, is that a short film? No, it's a it's a feature length film that's coming right, show, out this weekend. Show, Doug. show of hands, who's seeing Fifty Shades of Grey this weekend? I'm going for to SpongeBob. Profound, <laughs> oh, the SpongeBob movie's out, out this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, it was out last totally. weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, they should have had it out at Christmas. That would have been nice, nice family out, outing. Uh, do we do we do we talk about one more? Do we have more time for one more? Or what's up? <clears throat> yeah, let's do one more. Should we do the Ronda Ronda Rangers video? I. I, I'm okay with either of these. Although the, I don't know if Adam gave us good information on the Ronda video. Uh, well, let's just let's just just talk about let's, it anyway. Let's talk about the Ronda video. I think that that's a great video to talk about anyway because I think it's. Let's a, talk about the video. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and the song is great too. But, but the reason I brought this video up is because it's directed by Robert Wallace, who you guys may know from his animation work. Um, he did the animation for the Katy Perry This Is How We Do music video as well as the Toon Yards Water Fountain mi- music video both I direct- thought there was a Jolkafali style uh, link here Yeah, I was wondering if you are going to pick it up on that I was going to tell you guys and I decided to see if you guys would pick up on it first So yeah, the and there's there's like uh, this Rangers video I don't think it's the same category as that Jesse Ware video but it is but one not- where it's yeah, it's, not totally dissimilar though. You're, they're right to mention it's, that. It's because it's got, a, it's got a kind of a similar color palette, and it's uh, but it's got a you know it's got some. It also feels a lot like the Katy Perry. This is how we do video, where 
Um, Ronda is styled in a bunch of different ways, um, similar to Katy Perry. I mean, it, they don't seem as influenced by like pop culture and stuff uh, as the Katy Perry video, but you're getting a lot of the, like like a similar vibe. But yeah, and then it, there's a, a bunch of animated animation moments that correspond with the lyrics, and yeah, they, like they they feel exactly like all the animation, right? In the like the 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 the, the, the twerking ice cream cone and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feels, I definitely. I, like I, I I definitely saw the similarities there, not in any thematic sense, but definitely like a style link. Yeah, style link. That obvi- and obviously the same animator. Like he's. he's yeah, like an- see, like you can you can tell the super jail person is a super. Or, <laughs> yeah, super exactly. Jail animation. Yeah. Right, right, in a very similar way, and I think I think it's a lot. It's it's it strikes a lot of the same like fun kind of carefree vibe that the Katy Perry and the Toon Yards video to an extent also kind of strike um, I, lo- I love everything about this video it's like it's, it's so much fun and I think that Rhonda is like uh, just a really fresh artist and like I don't know that like just pulls off kind of like nerdy swag better than any rapper that I've seen try to do that nerdy swag um uh, Rhonda, who's uh, from New Zealand, New Zealand. Yeah. Two videos with Thunderlips, who are who are an awesome New Zealand directors. You guys like those guys? Uh, New Zealand. Haven't heard of it. Sorry. It's a state. Is it a state? Is it sort of like in between Texas and Oklahoma? Yep. Um, so what do you guys think? So every time I see like so, uh, Rhonda is a rapper. Um, she's white. Um, and every time I like see a white, like like a rapper who's not your traditional, you know, like uh kind of hard scrabble rapper, like an Eminem or a Jay-Z or whatever, who someone who you're like, oh yeah, that person should definitely be rapping for whatever reason. Um, I always like, I'm interested in what people, I know Doug, you listen to a lot of rap. Um, music and what you think of like somebody you know this person's rapping because she's rapping a lot about like tiger bomb and <laughs> other things um, right and like what, what how would you rate her like you know kind of skills I, I mean i like this a lot I, I feel like i feel like this style of music is um uh, is here because of the internet i don't think like you would we would be hearing this style of music if like the internet never came around and we were getting our music through just like the radio still. Um, which is like the type of like when that happened, if you wanted to be a rapper, you needed to be Jay Z. And so I like that's what what you got. I think like now that the internet and people can like hear music, like we came across th- this artist because of the music video that we found on the, like, that we just, like, found on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't, it, it wasn't from the music first. And so, you know, I think the authenticity thing is is something that, like, shouldn't exist anymore. Uh, you know, I don't think, like, you need to, like, fit a role to be able to be a rapper, uh, as long as you're not, like, trying to steal some something that existed and, and and not like give credit to where it came from uh and so you can like you could be a rapper and be whoever you want to be and so yeah. i think she's awesome like uh 
I think this is like a really great fucking song. Like I think it's great, and like the lyrics are really hard. Like they, they it, it's like really good. Like the cadence think, and stuff. It's, it doesn't sound like someone who like shouldn't be here. No, I, I think you're right about the internet, though, Doug. But but also just to add to that, I think the internet reaches uh, lots of little niche audiences that weren't really tapped into popular music before. There's people out there that would that love something like this but they weren't listening to the radio so um yeah no for sure the internet's a huge part of why something like this is big now and it's kind of a weird track too i mean like the beat is kind of like almost sounds like 8-bit nintendo music it's not like a typical like rap beat uh it's really good i love it yeah it's super good um did we do it I think we might have done it, yeah. I think we every week we eventually do it. I mean, some people we didn't do it as good as. I mean, I'm, I'm looking again at this Dave, picture of Dace, uh, David Wilson and Jason Baum from. <laughs> we're, we're never, we're never, like honestly, like there will never be a day in my life where I'm pull, like where I'm as awesome as that. So no, the yeah, and it's it's so. Nor will I ever be like in com- as in, as confident in myself as they appear to be in themselves. Yeah, Jason. I, Jason looks like I. Jason looks like uh, I. He looks like he knows he's gonna be on BuzzFeed because he's standing next to David, um, and he's not too sure of if what he thinks about that. But uh, and I mean, his biggest fear was to become an internet meme, and he came pretty close with this. I don't think this is a, this is a meme. Stat. It's not a meme, but no, it's, it's a picture that a lot of people looked at on the internet. It is true, but it's and but but not in any way like to be a meme. Part of it has to be like a punching down scenario or like like a we like something weird or like negative Kanye busting up on stage that's mm-hmm. not a well that yeah okay yeah well that. some people made some memes out of it no 100% but, that's a meme but real quick uh, we probably Finnish should uh, meme. we should mention Taylor Swift's video dropping tomorrow Ooh. dropping today I guess I don't guess or today because dropping this comes today. out today and this video is called this comes out today <laughs> Yeah, we're recording this on Thursday, February twelfth, two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen, and next tomorrow is supposed to be the day that uh, Style oh, drops by by Taylor Swift, directed by Joseph Kahn, who directed um, Blank Space, which came out in November. Which is which beat Gangnam Style with five hundred million views. Really? Well, yeah. like in terms of it got to five hundred million views faster, quicker. faster yeah. than Gangnam Style did. I mean, I feel like the. The tail on that is in Gundam Style's favor, but oh, 100%, um, 100, a million percent. Yeah, that's so not, a, and that's not how math works. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But it's it was funny. We retweeted Joseph Khan today. He was he was like, move over Korean guy for another Korean guy. <laughs> that's what he said. That's, that's funny. true. That's funny. That's um, it's interesting but, because this video looks like the thing that was so endearing about Blank Space and a lot of Joseph Joseph Khan's videos is the undercurrent of humor um i and and earlier tonight i rewatched blank space and i think it's a an underrated video in terms of obviously it's insanely popular but in terms of being a really good music video yeah adam you're a fan always was um (laughs) in before me uh and this video judging by the instagrams which we will link to in the show notes looks a lot like a very artsy music video 
Um, the, it's sort of like a white psych with Taylor Swift doing this effect that has been around for a long time, and I, I can think of... Is it, um, what was it, Double Exposure? Yeah, two, I can think of two or three like album covers that do this, where like Brad, Brad Meldow's album cover uh, for, I can't remember the name of the album, around 2000-ish. Um, the one with Paranoid Android on it, uh, ha- like where like you are, there's a picture of a person, but then they are like faded into some other like nature or other image, um, but that image is just contained within their silhouette. So it's it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, I think it's may- going to be really good. You you would you may recognize it. Uh, it was super made popular recently in the. Opening credits for True Detective. Oh, that's that's exactly what I was thinking of. Wow. Okay. Um, I was trying to f- find. A, 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 that's exactly what I was thinking of. I couldn't place it though. Thank you. There um, it is. Um, but so I think it's, it's again the time to talk about album cycles because every album can't be all great, amazing hits, and especially for singles. So if we're talking about Taylor Swift's album cycle for 1989, uh, obviously the first one was Shake It Off, which was very popular. Blank Space, also very popular. Both very catchy pop songs. Um, I actually have not listened to Style, but if I'm going to guess... If I'm going to guess, it's going to be more of a ballad type, and I, and I, and I feel like it's, it's going to be more boring. No, it's not. It's not. It's... it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mid-tempo, not a ballad, uh, but it's got it's got a little bit of a groove to it. But it's not like a full slow song either. It's it's very good. I think it's going to be a super popular track. Well, I, I'm I haven't listened to the entirety of 1989 because it's not on Spotify, and I realize I'm a terrible person because of it. But I'm ex- I'm a terrible person too then because I'm in the same boat. Yeah, and I feel like. I think one thing that Taylor Swift does better than anybody else right now by by leaps and bounds are those ballad songs and I'm not sure she has those anymore because of her pop turn but like Oh, she's got them. Okay, good. Like like a like Begin Again um or uh, Back to December, both like really amazing ballads which are kind of like brushed aside as, you know, pop fodder, but I think are 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 really both incredible songs, and I hope she has something like that in store for yeah, us. Yeah, there's a track um, which kind of reminds me of uh, a Lana Del Rey song, uh, "Wildest Dreams." That's a, definitely a ballad, and will probably be a single. So you'll get to hear that one someday. Nice. There's an Ariana Grande. Video. There's an Ariana Grande video coming out next week. It looks nuts too. Not like an Ariana Grande video. It's like an mm. apocalyptic. VHS looking thing. Is that is that a thing? We, I feel like she's had a pretty diverse slate of videos. I don't I don't know if I'm ready to. I don't true. know if I I can think of what an Ariana Grande video Grande video. Yeah, looks like. they've all been slick it's though. True. They've all been slick. Even the Young Astronauts video for Problem, even though it had like a film grain over it, it was still super slick. So I don't know. Um, Put me in my place. You know the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's funny just like looking at Taylor Swift's. Uh, uh, face. Like, or yeah her face how beautiful it is um if looking at her list of music videos that she has put out i think it's always interesting how infrequently or how frequently artists of her stature jump music video directors like 
it's so rare to see like a streak of like 10 music videos by the same same director for somebody like taylor swift or like Katy perry or rihanna um it's it's uh it's interesting and i often wonder what you know there's those people have to be the most conscious of their image out of anybody i just i feel like ariana is still just really early on like i do like i i feel like there's more diversity in a lot of these artists earlier in their career and yeah like ariana grande got big really fast Mm -hmm. but i feel like she's still at a stage where that where stylistically like they're still able to able to try different things like if rihanna came out with a video right now that looked something like a lot different than what a rihanna video has looked like it it wouldn't it would be very jarring i feel like if it just suddenly like she flipped the script and did something completely different mm. and you know i think ariana grande still has that the luxury of being able to like be a chameleon with how the music videos look it's true although taylor swift made a very convincing transition from not just country music to pop pop music but country videos to pop videos um she had you know roman white who what you know who is primarily known you know as a country music video director and, and kind of switched over to kind of like a transition of you know Yuan Lemoyne and Declan White Bloom and and then moved over to you know the Philip Andelman and Anthony Anthony Mandler and you know Joseph Conrad um, yeah. but but Declan White Bloom is also a huge pop director That's as well true, yeah but he's done he, a lot of great country music videos I feel like Declan White Bloom is that is the guy who's in both in both worlds pretty solid because he does like one direction videos and um uh you know a lot of uh, sugar, Avril sugar land videos not Avril Lavigne, uh hillary duff videos <laughs> he does a lot of pop videos i mean you know whatever your opinion of those videos are they're pop videos yeah so uh do you guys think we did it extra special now we put some stank on Ooh. it. <laughs> so if you want to see any of these videos, we got them all in the list for you. Because it's tough. It's tough to follow the music videos, and, and uh, Doug puts our puts our watch list together every week, and and uh, which is a list of watches we like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, first there's the watch list, and then there's the music video list. But man, every week new watches come in at us like crazy. It's like oh, the, um, oh, I like the one with the blue. And each one tells the time better than the last. Um, right. More you can see all the links and things like that. You definitely want to check out um, the video chats with David Wilson that Doug did with the animatics for the Royal Blood video. And we also got a slew of David Wilson commentaries coming at you next week, so look out for those. Oh, David Wilson did, did a ton of commentaries for us. So, David, if you've listened this far, thank you for those because they're awesome. Uh, and yeah. if you if you like Drake, uh, he just dropped a surprise album, so you can go listen to that. What the fuck? Whoa. Just dropped. Just dropped? Oh yeah. Jake, Jake, like Beyonce style. Jake just dropped, dropped an album. Oh yeah, I'm uh, not sure if it's a freebie. That's yet to be determined. Seventeen new songs. Wow! Holy shit! Well, he also it's dropped a short iTunes, film. So he dropped he a short film. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, he a dropped a short film. A short, yeah, a short film directed um, by Karim Hudu, who also directed a fantastic other short film that came out this week called Last Night in Paris. Um, 
really interesting short film, but fuck a new Drake album. Oh man. The, the Drake is album is called If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. Oh fuck. <laughs> I don't know what that it's too late. For, it's, for, it, there's a video called Jungle. Um, and Jungle is the short film that short we film, were yeah. referring to. Yeah. Is there a song called Jungle? Should we have Jungle in the database? No, it's not. Yeah, Jungle's game. gotta go in there. Yeah, it's track, track sixteen. 16. Yeah. yeah, but he doesn't there's no rap in the video at all. It's 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 just beats. Maybe Maybe it's ex- an experimental album. Mm. Soon to find out. Oh, shit, I'm so excited about a, a Drake album right now, <laughs> guys. Thanks for thanks for sharing this moment with me. Oh, uh, this is not going to be on Spotify, is it? Fuck you, Drake. <laughs> it eventually makes its way to Spotify. Yeah, it's like the Spotify is the dollar theater of the. Ask- <laughs> Adam and, and I didn't catch it while you while we were talking about it, but we were talking about Canada and you mentioned the uh, church's video for Gun, mm-hmm. and that was actually Pensacola. Ah, you're right. God damn. I don't it. know if you want to fix that, but yes, I will fix that. Yeah, that's stupid. I knew that was Pensacola. You know why? It's because their names are in all caps. That's what gets me. Yeah, and they do a similar thing too, so yeah. it would be an easy what's, thing to mistake. What's on, what's on this? I, I don't excited. know. I don't it's know. Called, it's got a called song called uh, "Doug, Your Special Boy." 